Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, and I want to shout out the sponsor of this episode, Papa Beard Oils. Papa Beard Oils is a masterful blend of nine carrier oils, and this creative combination incorporates lavender, birch, African violet, uh, amaretto trees, and all of that promotes your hair growth, it's going to limit dandruff, and listen here, without a doubt, gives you the same feeling of relaxation you'd experience on the beautiful beaches of Jamaica. I personally use it every day for my shows, for my streams, and get compliments all the time. Smells good, looks good. Y'all, visit Popper Beard on Instagram, Popper Beard Oils, and order your own Popper Beard Oil or Balm at popperbeardoils.com. Appreciate y'all. How is that aggressive? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, aka SSJ Black Crowd, aka Mr. Muckluck, aka the great one, aka the guy that's out of AKs. <laughs> This is another episode of That's Unfortunate Podcast. We're here to talk about society, culture, relationships. Uh, what else? Anything that we feel like talking about that's that may or may not be unfortunate. And this week, we have the full house in. Everyone's yes. here. Everyone's here. Everywhere. I'm snapping. You can't hear it, but I'm snapping. Shout out to everyone being here. And uh, let's go around the room. How's everyone doing? Velvet? Me? I'm great. I got new glasses today, and I can see... I'm a very, very <laughs> blind person. Getting used to them. Them glasses. If thick. you saw, shut up. If you saw the pre-show, you saw that I'm still not used to them because I ran into the microphone. Um. So yeah, I'm doing great. Nice. Where can people find you oh, on shit, social yeah, media? Velvet. Um. <laughs> find me on Instagram at v e l v e t i s a b e l x. Nice. Yep. Morgan, how you doing this week? Hey, um, so a few hours ago, I had to change a tire. Um, the second one in like two weeks. So that's how my day went. But it's all good, guys. I got it fixed. Nice. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it is tired. unfortunate. Very. Um, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at HeyMo0222. All right. And um, hi, I'm doing great. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Jade Cooley because um, I got it back, um, <laughs> and on Facebook at Jade Cooley, and on Instagram at Jade Cooley. Yep, that's me. All right, that, <laughs> cool. So, um, I got some shit on my mind. Oh, yep. I'm gonna just jump into this. Let's. Uh, I sort of wish I could like reach down and pull out like a pizza. The pizza oh. gate. That's what we're talking about. Wait, but that would wait. What would that mean if I pull out a pizza? What? I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm starting to think too hard about this. Just a little. Yeah. So little. we're gonna talk about pizza gate, and I know. Oh wait, wait. Before you change it, wait. Stop. Relax. Relax. We're not gonna go into deep dive. We're just sort of like on the brim of like this conspiracy theory. Well, mostly because something kind of weird happened today. Um, Jay, do you want to talk about what you saw today? Because that's okay. See, I still like I looked for like two or three hours and I've not found anything that anyone else has seen, like no screenshots or anything. But 
I get an alert every time that Justin Bieber posts on Instagram. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because I love him. And this morning, um, I got a notification. I looked and like my phone takes forever to load. All right. So it was like the little, you know, the pizza signs that look like the Illuminati signs. That's what was on the like picture. And then like whenever I swiped up to like refresh, cause the caption was like not loading. It was like the square photo. Like it was like gone. She didn't screenshot it. I did not screenshot it, but like within like rookie mistake with almost like within like about two minutes of looking at it, because like I was wigging, um, it like was gone. But I've been like looking everywhere on Twitter, trying to find screenshots, trying to find like anything about it, and um, nothing has turned up. So and like he apparently canceled his um purpose tour like a while back that's why what you're saying is believable because yeah. he's spoken on this before is it was it was it what was they used to say uh believe believe chris i want to know what those girls i see where you're going with that yeah. but it's believable crashed and failed <laughs> crashed and burned um, but yeah apparently he was like at a party or something and they had like a child there that they were like assaulting and I'm not going to go into the gory details of what like the article said, but he was like told that if he wanted like a road to a huge successful career, then, you know, he should join in and they like re apparently record people. He when said it something like this would be the difference between being a millionaire and a billionaire. Versus a billionaire. Mm -hmm. like, and like, yeah, um, I'll have to find the article so we can post them in the link when we put this beating up kids. Is that the difference? Ooh, um, not that kind not of assault. just not just beating them up, oh. like basically oh, like torturing them. Like it's it was it was bad. Um, I've there's, like there's a lot of weird shit like cannibalism. Rumors, yeah, I've been stumbling upon pedophilia. like like, OK, um, Macaulay, Culkin? Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> he um, there was a story that I read, I'm not sure how true it is, but he said that um, in the interview that they had posted that he was like introduced to like drugs and alcohol at a very early age, as early as like him being in the Home Alone series mm -hmm. and a producer had like pulled him aside and like had told him like, showed him his leather shoes and brought up a girl who was in the movie um, Poltergeist, mm -hmm. the little girl who passed away, the actress. And then, like, he referenced to his shoes again. And, like, apparently there's, like, a whole theory that, like... They, like, killed kids and yeah, made shoes out of them. It's like a red made. shoe yeah. society. Oh, it's, and if you look up human leather, it literally looks exactly like the shoes that they have. Like, it's it's, it's kind of mortifying. Um, it's so, like, y'all, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, like, It's a rabbit hole. And there's, like, artists who um, make... There's an artist that is, like, one of Hillary Clinton's family members or something, and he has... He paints photos of children with red shoes and sells them to a lot of the people who were at the Epstein Island. So, like, this is something I've been following since 2016 when it came out. Um, so, yeah. And I'm not sure if it qualifies as Pizzagate you know, <laughs> theories, but, like... Um, this, this stuff is all, like, correlated. Yeah. Donald Trump was in a photo with Epstein, and it was flagged as false information on Facebook. And literally all that it was was a photo of the two of them. Um, and every and the hashtag save the children was taken down by Facebook. They had well, it blocked. There's for a, a reason while. for that, though. Um, What's the what? Hold on. 
I gotta look for it. They keep all kinds of other, like Hillary's, the emails that they had that they went through and then they debunked, they kept the stuff, the hashtags for that and that was obvious false information. To me, it feels like they're covering something up. But um, it goes as deep as to like, okay, so now um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, Save the Children is proud to receive funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which has demonstrated an unwavering commitment to women, children, and families around the world. Um, the Gates Foundation support enables us to significantly impact the lives of children throughout our immunization, maternal, and newborn health. But um, basically, he's also trying to buy TikTok. Uh, Bill, Bill Gates? Gates? Yes, he's bu- because Donald Trump said that he wants to take it off. Um, but he, it's all- he doesn't directly, like, he's, he's, like, retired from Microsoft, though. Yeah. Yeah, but he said he's wanting to basically, like, make it partly an American-owned company so that way it can't be taken off of, like, our phones. Interesting. Um, so Bill Gates said that? Yeah, because Donald Trump is trying to like, um, I watch world news. I don't watch local news. Um, mm-hmm. And because I've got a rape cue. <laughs> but um, yeah, he uh, said that something about like how he was trying to buy part of TikTok because that was where most of our like virtual protests are going on. And a lot of virtual oh. protests have been coming up about Pizzagate. And it's just odd to me that while all of this stuff on TikTok is coming out about Pizzagate and people are like really talking about it and they don't control as much as that's on TikTok um, as they do on all the other social media that's trying to be taken down and banned. Honestly, at this point, I feel like even if it were like 100% proven that Trump was involved with Epstein and like did all the things that he's accused of, I think people would still end up voting for him and they <laughs> wouldn't care. Like at this point, his followers I mean, they've don't care. No, they don't. He's, already, shit, done he's, already, so, he's already done so much. Um, but yeah, I don't really understand the Facebook blocking things, but that's something people should definitely look into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. they've, they've blocked, like they've tagged almost every one of my Pizzagate theories that I like share on Facebook. Um, they've tagged a list. It was, they t- uh, classified it as false information, but I literally like went through and looked at every person's name on the list and the things that they were like accused of doing. Yeah. And the facts were like all there. It was real, but it was like a long list of Democratic and Republican um, people who had like been involved with sex trafficking, um, child abuse, like assault, stuff like that. And it's they're like literally nobody's doing or saying anything. These people are still in office. These people are still making laws. A lot of them are like in charge of things to do with children. So that's like just. Hey, Velvet, did you find what you're looking yes, for? Yes, I did. So um, with the whole uh, Save the Children thing, it was blocked because people were sharing links slash photos of actual victims and their photos using the hashtag. And it was adding to the exploiting of child content, um, which is what we're trying to stop. Um, you, um, oh, God, sorry. Uh, you can raise awareness and spread the word without sending and sharing true links that expose actual photos of alleged children involved. So... Um, this is from a friend on Facebook, and I don't want to share her name because I know she's kind of very personal. Um, she keeps her stuff personal. Um, she said, in these times, be very careful not to further victimize already traumatized children with carelessness. And that is why I personally believe it was blocked because a lot of those pictures were kids. And they're like, it's not like they were like blurred out or anything like that. Because yeah. so. I was going to ask you, you're, you're a resident like non-believer. <laughs> yes. I am. So what you think? It's not that I'm a non-believer. I just look at things logically Mm -hmm. and I like to put together logical 
reasoning slash explanations behind things. And as far like like I said, it's not that I'm not a believer. It's just that a lot of things get taken down the rabbit hole. So that's why I'm kind of like, <sighs> it's like a lot. And so I feel you, like so. Wait. So, so what is it? Is it something that you feel like just something is a little bit off about these stories? Or yes. Okay. So as far as like with the whole PizzaGate thing, like I said, there's I there's obvious definitely something going on as far as like children and politicians and all that other sorts of shit i mean look at joe biden that shit is fucking creepy joe and biden that shit is, is out old. in the open he's like let's talk, <laughs> so oh, okay, real quick. So we talk about creepy. joe biden like he's such he's, a creep i think the other day i saw on like twitter he's like riding a bike like <laughs> <laughs> but no like even like that man is he's, he's old yeah, he's, he's no dead, but man. like i feel like that's like even years ago he was yeah creepy but like okay so there's this thing where like um i forget what the uh what it's called but it's like if you're like searching for something you'll find it or like you know how sometimes when you like hear, when you're listening to something right and mm. if someone like you're it's not like sure nah, kind of it's like a um god i forgot what it's called there's like a specific name to it um if you're like if you listen to something and you don't know what it's saying as far as like it just sounds like blurred or something like that or it's just too far to hear it and if somebody tells you oh it sounds like this then you start hearing that yeah and so i feel like it's the same thing with these types of theories like if you start looking for things and you're gonna keep finding them as far as like um like I know, early a uh, few episodes back, we were talking about. Um, I think we mentioned Tom Hanks, or maybe that was when we were all hanging out. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, I think we brought up Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, we did, but I I don't remember what it was. But um, basically, like we we're just talking about how a lot of these artists or actors and whatnot are, you know, linked to Jeffrey Epstein, and then you know some of them just don't. I don't know. I think with Tom Hanks, he. <laughs> I think he's a citizen of Greece now. Where yes. yeah, where pedophilia uh, is legal. Yeah, yeah. I think so, we, I think we did talk about that. We, we did talk about, about that. that. Yeah. I brought that up. Yeah, so it's discomforting. Chrissy yeah, Teigen's well, been doing weird shit too. She blocked like a million people on her um, Twitter. Made her pr- Twitter private. Deleted, she deleted sixty thousand tweets. Mm-hmm. tweets. Um, and some of them were weird. Yeah, there were. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching toddlers in tiara. She's talking They're about so eating human flesh. Like if yeah. like in that video. Well. Not just the video. She made a post that was something like, um, would posts. you rather, um, what was it? Like never eat rather, any other, what, what was it? Like only eat one meat forever. If someone told me I could never eat, if I, I had to never eat turkey again, or I had to eat like a piece of human flesh, like I would eat And then eat, eat whatever flesh. I wanted to. Yeah. She just said something weird like that. And then was like, I would eat the human flesh. Like what? Yeah. Just like weird. she just said really weird things, but like, uh, even like they they've talked about how like there's been several um, not politicians, but um, celebrities who have come forward and like talked about how like sex trafficking is like not any like it's a little bigger than what we're thinking of. It's bigger than Epstein. Like Jim Carrey's talked about it. Drew Barrymore has talked about it. Like, and these are very credible people, and like their stories line up. And um, Courtney Love pushed under the rug. Yeah, Courtney Love straight up told people. They said um, on a red carpet event, they asked her if. She had any advice for upcoming young actresses. And she said, if Harvey Weinstein um, extends an offer for you to come to his house, don't. Like, and now she's blacklisted. She wasn't, like, allowed to be on so many things, and they quit sending her any type of, like, these people who have enough money to get away with this stuff also control Hollywood. 
Yeah. So like, it's um, it's believable. Yeah. So I think down the road, if y'all want to see conspiracy theory episode, let us know. Uh, it's something oh, that we're man. thinking about doing. It's gonna be wild. <laughs> Me and Jade will go in. Yeah. All. So <laughs> I have so many conspiracy theories. Shane Dawson, look out! <laughs> oh. oh God. So Nobody let's go. Let's anymore. go ahead and jump into the icebreaker of the week. This one's fun. And this one's this one's gonna be fun. This one's gonna be interesting. So, uh, who comes first, your wife or your mom? And I feel like everyone looks to me because <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, so I, I'll, I'll pop this off. Y'all ready for my hot take? Always. Okay. So. So, so I feel like depending on your situation, because everyone's situation is different. Either you had your mother in your life, either you, you know, had your, you didn't have your mother in your life. You know, you may be estranged. Like there's a lot of things that go, goes into this question. Um, I think my default answer is going to be my wife. But then at the same time, if it's something that's like, and it, like, it depends on the, the, like the conversation or what the argument is. But I don't know. I feel like I'll be the mediator. I'll try to make sure that both sides see things. But at the end of the day, I'm going home with my wife. So I got to take care of home first. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. There's a lot of. Go. There's mm. a lot of things I've seen. Go. Um, We're waiting. <laughs> I think a, one example I think of off the top of my head, I have a friend who, uh, her mother-in-law is very controlling when it comes to her children. Oof. Yes, I know um, that in my family. And in that situation, like her husband doesn't check his mother. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be telling, uh, you know, my friend what to do and like, you know, oh, you shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. Like, oh, you let them go to bed too. Just like nitpicks at everything. And her husband says nothing. So I feel like this is to me that is that's kind of like choosing your mom choosing at that point because you're not, not you're not, not saying easy, shit. Though. It's definitely not yeah. easy to like let's say if like this situation between that guy and his mom. What if they're like really close? You know, that's that's a hard conversation. You but, should be able to talk to your mom if you're yeah. close like that. You should be able to tell her what's up. You should be able to. Yeah, but I know a lot of people. It's hard to have those type of conversations. That's true. I mean, it wouldn't be much better for you to have that conversation than the wife have that conversation because the wife not, might not be as nice about it. In my in my head, anyway. Like yeah. if if no, I no. were in my friend's role, and my friend is very like non confrontational, so she just like complains about it. Maybe the the dad the the son in this particular situation is non confrontational too. I mean, at not the end of the day, excuse, a marriage is a life choice. Um, and if you're not confident enough in a life choice to defend it to even your parents, then you're not ready for that life choice. I agree. If you can't stand up to your parents, like, like you're an adult. When, once you're an but adult, you could be your non-confrontational be. and still be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. But like so. at some point you should be like, yo, why are you telling me what to do? I'm like 30 years old or however I, old, no. like, yeah. you know, like, I definitely agree like, with that, but I'm just saying off. like. You can, yeah, be an adult. I just, I don't so think, I don't think that should be a hard conversation. So let's let's paint some scenarios. Mm-hmm. At, in what situation would you feel that you know siding with the the mother is like the right thing to do, or to you? Is okay, it, okay. So I feel like there are some instances where wives are very, very disrespectful. Like, um, mm-hmm. it just, I mean, obviously, like you said, it depends on the situation. Also, um. I feel like sometimes wives want to come first, which is fine, but they want to be the only, which yeah. is not okay because, you know, you have, I mean, he has a family too. 
And um, like you said, I mean, you're still going back home with that person, with your wife. But there's a way to go about it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be like, well, you need to tell your fucking mom to do this and she can't be doing that. Like, no. First, be respectful. At the end of the day, they're still older. However, if the bitch is disrespectful to you, then... (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. However. (laughs) But no, like, like, like how Morgan was saying earlier... Um, about how the mom uh, was a lot of mother-in-laws like to overstep. Yeah, and, and um, the sons will not put them in check. Yeah, so because their mom I, is boys. Yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> Whew. Um, so like I know a specific <laughs> instance within my family. If you hear this, I'm sorry, but I'm um, not naming you. But I love you to death. Um, there was a situation where um the wife had the mother-in-law over and the kids were doing something and um, the mother was going to um, discipline them, do her own personal discipline, however she does discipline. However, the mother thought it was not the way she should have disciplined them. And so then there was like this huge ordeal about it. And um, my cousin's, oh fuck, sorry. (laughs) Said person's husband, (laughs) oops. Um, said person's husband. It's a family member. Um, yeah. Whatever. Said person's uh, husband did not say anything to the mother. So I feel like as when it comes to your kids, they're your kids and you choose how to raise them. As far as like when moms come along and like when all extra family members come along, you know what? Go for it. Give me advice. I appreciate it. I'll take it in. I'll take it into consideration. I'll hear you out, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, whatever choices I make with my children and however I want to discipline them and all that other shit is up to me and maybe my husband. I think people get too into their feelings about these hyper uh, conversations yeah. and like what's going on. What's up, Morgan? Before you go, <laughs> um, to build off what you just said, if I don't ask for advice, don't give it. <laughs> Please. Uh, if I don't ask, no. If I don't ask, I'm good. But yeah, I, I, think- I don't like people... I've seen people approach other people and be like, oh, you know, da, 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 da. like, unless it's like a safety thing, like, I'm fine. I That's got what it. I'm kind of like, eh, because I, mean, I feel like if people are giving you advice, it's for a reason. Like, if you're doing something and you're like, mm-hmm. not that de- you're, de- they know that you're definitely not doing it right, or, or there's like, an easier way to do it or something, then I'm going to tell you, be like, hey, maybe yeah. you like, should. Like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't drown your baby while you're <laughs> cer- All right, like, all right now, come on. <laughs> there's the certain scenarios, though, where people interject their opinion and it's not needed. Big facts. Maybe you shouldn't get them vaccinated. Maybe you shouldn't breastfeed <laughs> until they're six. Maybe you shouldn't. Okay, but if they do put cereal in the bottle, say something. Um, That's what never. I'm saying, though. It's like, if see if yeah. someone is doing that, me, like, and if I see it, and I'm going to be like, maybe you shouldn't. I've told, That's like, unsolicited I advice. Head, I'm not going to do no stupid shit like that. Anyway. I mean, I've told people, <laughs> and I've seen, like, who are a little aggressive with their kids, like, hey, like, don't do that shit, because. That may be your parenting choice, but it will be my life choice to beat your ass right afterwards. Like, <laughs> but um, God damn, it's never been that deep for me. <laughs> I like- no, I mean, kids. My thing is, I grew up getting like abused. So, like, if I I needed somebody to like step in and say, "Hey, you need to chill," and nobody did. Oh yeah. So, like, I'll be that person. If in I got in my mind, no, what happened? Here's what happened. In my mind, you're still talking about the cereal thing, and I was like, "You're gonna beat someone's ass putting cereal in a bottle." That's what happened. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, but. Ultimately, like, I've been engaged twice, um, and my ex-fiance, any time that I, like, did something that was, like, you know, 
and if me and his mom got into it, he would like defend me in front of her and be like, Hey, calm down. Like you need to back off. And then he would take me aside and like talk to me and we would have a conversation about it. That's right. That's but, like, right way of doing it. To me, marriage is about being a team and you're not going to look like a team if you're attacking each other. It's supposed to be you two versus an issue. And that issue may just so happen to be your mom at that time. So that yeah, so, funny. So, so if someone like if you toss up the alley, you got to dunk it. Yeah. What? It, it made sense in my head. <laughs> it made sense in my head. I just said, yeah, and I have no idea what you said. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I oh. got what you, Wait, that's like I got what you were saying. I got what you were saying because it no, takes two people to do an alley-oop. Like, I, also, I, I, like, as far as grandmas are concerned, like, I think grandmothers should be allowed to, like, kind of, you know, give parenting advice to a degree. But, I mean, my ex-fiance's mom, I mean, I saw how her kid turned out, and I was not impressed. Like... <laughs> No, my thing is like, like a lot of things have changed (laughs) since we were children versus now there's been a lot more research. So what you did back in the day, like the cry it out method does not fly anymore. So I don't particularly care to get advice from older people Mm -mm. um, about kids. Mm -mm. I would rather ask like people my age with kids for advice. There's a prescription from like the (laughs) sixties where they were like, just give your kid whiskey, honey and lemon. Cute. And there's still Southern, there's mm-hmm. like Southern parents that still do that. So oh, m- growing up, my mama gave me whiskey, honey, and lemon. <laughs> oh, so. Whiskey, honey, and lemon. Okay, that was so off topic. Lord. So, uh, yeah, that's our icebreaker. Let's go ahead and jump into the unfortunate fact of the week. Ooh, I'm ready. Okay, this one is disappointing. <laughs> Y'all gonna be real disappointed. Um, do you guys like Fruit Loops? Man, I, eat fruit loops? I know I where this is going. God damn it. Um, so <laughs> she told me this we know fruit so loops. Upset. They're all different colors. Mm-hmm. However, they're all the same flavor. Oh, that's Shut not the fuck bad. Up. They all taste exactly I've the heard same this before. And it still um, makes me very upset. To build, I think Skittles are the same way. Yes. I was going to build off that Wait. <laughs> So Take Skittles, Skittles also, um, this pissed me off even more because I love Skittles and I had a favorite <laughs> color, which I'm sure everyone did. Green. And the, it's the outer layer of Skittles is flavored whatever color, you know, it's supposed to be. But mm-hmm. the insides, if you were to melt the shell off all the Skittles, the insides taste the exact same. That's why I kind of just shove the whole back in, bag in my mouth. It, it makes me so mad though. And that's how I eat my Skittles. <laughs> I just, um, but yeah, Fruit Loops are all the same flavors. So if you thought they weren't, you thought wrong. Fun okay. fact: M and M's are all the same flavor too. <laughs> Get the fuck and out! All different colors. <laughs> Get the fuck out, Velvet. <laughs> Bye. No, have you seen in the what was it? The wedding planner where he's like, "Oh, I like to eat all the brown ones because those taste like real chocolate." Or some shit like that. No. Oh, because the br- chocolate's already brown, isn't that? Yeah. What he said? Some shit. Some <laughs> stupid shit like that. And that's what made me think of that. Because I'm really upset about the Fruit Loops thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for ruining things. For you. <laughs> that, that was actually pretty like mid this week. I was expecting you to say something wild like was Fruit Loops. Yeah, Fruit Loops is like. Made with children's tears or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Sorry to disappoint you, Christopher. Chris. Just the same theme with what we were talking about. Tricks used to be in shapes and now they're not. Because tricks are for kids. They're not a kid anymore. Oh, and there we go. <laughs> oh, it's one of those conspiracy. <laughs> Imagine, like, you see the box as an adult. Oh, my God. Just, just, but once you're a kid, like, the yeah, box is different. completely different. You're not you a kid anymore. First of all, that's bullshit because they make the tricks sometimes like limited edition shape like the fruit still. I've seen it before. You're not a kid anymore. 
Okay, but they still make the fruit shape things tricks. For adults shapeless. to see them. Yeah, they become shapeless. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is still there. Mm. <laughs> Give me something to believe in, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right velvet what you got for us for the movie shout out of the week all right so if you tuned into last week's episode you should know that this was a two-parter meaning this is part two of my uh movie recommendation as in like it goes together watch last week's movie first then you can watch this week's movie together um i don't so, think it matters which one you watch first go ahead it does matter yeah. you could see <laughs> coming from the someone who didn't Understand the first one. I did it opposite. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so this week's movie is Ari Aster's 2019 drama horror mystery movie, Midsommar. Um, if you've seen the previews, um, you've seen that they are bright. There's a lot of white. There's a lot of light. It's a bright-ass fucking movie. And... Um, I remember when the trailer first came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? How is this shit going to be scary? Like, it's so bright. I was like, where is he going with this? He, oh God, I just love that man. He really knows how to like do what the fuck he does. <laughs> um, this movie is about a couple who travels to Sweden. They go to this festival and shit fucking explodes. Um, not literally, but it's really good. Like I said, um, this is a two-parter. When you watch the first one, you'll see that there's a lot of elements that are like, they're cohesive. He definitely has a, what's the word? Oh God. It's like a parallel in a way. Yeah. He has a method of doing things. Mm. He, he likes a lot of like parallels, like you said. Um, and then, but it's complete opposite. Cause like, it's, like if you've seen the last movie, the last week's movie, there's, it's dark. The whole fucking movie's dark. And this one is so bright. And not only that, but there's a lot of other like factors in the movie that are completely opposite. And yet you still see those parallels. Um, it's good. It's creepy. It's gross. It's so yeah. gross. Um, definitely check it out. You can find it. I remember this time. <laughs> you can find it on Amazon Prime if you have Prime Video. Yep. Um, you can also find it on YouTube video thingy whatever it's called youtube something yeah like whatever YouTube it's called. Play, YouTube yes. red, there you go whatever. yeah it's on there um and i think just you know be old-fashioned get a dvd player buy it on dvd, DVD <laughs> just <player>. kidding it's <laughs> like seven dollars like on dvd <laughs> chris is like god damn it i too have seen it love it thank you love it i, I liked it better than hereditary personally i thought the film <sighs> the filmography in that movie was so good like the scene like sweden it was so pretty that was just like a pretty movie. As creepy and weird as it was, like that movie was weird, y'all. It was. But I loved it. And it, like I said, it was pretty it's to watch. Cinematography. What did I say? Filmography? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. It was I wasn't gonna correct you, but it was bothering me. I'm so sorry. Um, that's what I meant. Yeah, get your shit straight. <laughs> Damn it. No, it is a pretty movie though. It it and that's why it's fucking weird, because it's a pretty movie. And then there's even like some parts that are kind of like, that's really funny. I don't know if you know what parts I'm talking about. Where they're like all high shit. Yes. Yeah. But, and you're kind of just like, this is funny. But there are some parts that are completely like unsettling. Like I yes. remember there's this one part in the movie theater. I was like literally watching it and I'm just like, I'm giggling, but this is uncomfortable. Like I shouldn't are be Are you laughing. talking about the one scene that I'm probably thinking of? Okay. Like towards the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the one. So awkward. It's so fucking Ugh. weird. But if like, it's, he just knows how to unsettle the fuck out of you. 
It's to, like one of those movies that like, you know, there's not really jump scares, but like it makes and you those very are my, uncomfortable. Those are my favorite because they're thought provoking. You're thinking about how fucked up this shit is and how fucked up the person who made this shit is. Bro, what you got going on? You good? <laughs> um, to rate this movie, I'll give it an A. An A. A solid A. But only because. Plus or minus? Just A. Okay. Just a regular A. Like a 95. Like a 95 yeah. out of 100 or something like that. Yeah. Only because it could have been grosser. Just a little bit. But that's me being creepy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought it was, that it was enough. Because <laughs> I'm a. What I saw was enough. Yeah, that's also true. Maybe Yes. Not. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Hmm. Party. You haven't oh. seen it, right? Mm -mm. All right. Me we'll, either. We'll get onto that soon. Yes. I got y'all. All right, y'all. So, topic <laughs> of this episode, you know, reeling it all in. I think we have a lot of, like, parallels that goes into this. But how did your childhood slash upbringing affect your view on relationships? How, how, does it, how did you affect your relationships just in general? It's a long story short, right, guys? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we could talk all weekend. Well, I mean, what do you think? What? what you guys want me to go it, first? Yeah, sure. Um, I am a child of divorce, as a <laughs> lot of people are. The, the, the divorce, the divorce rate is very high. What is um, it now? It was 50%. I know around the time my parents got divorced, it was around 50%. I'm sure it's at least 60% by now. Um, but Chris <laughs> is looking for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, I grew up with parents who fought a lot. So I saw that a lot. And so like, I see... I guess like um, I don't respond well to like anger mm -hmm. in relationships. Um, I watch two people like get aggressive with each other when they fought and that kind of, you know, stuck with me too. So there were a lot of, I think like bad habits that I saw that I've had to like watch myself, you know, not, not do um it's yeah it's bad you really don't realize how much you um learn from your parents as a child and how much you uh like i guess absorb and then like you kind of grow up and become an adult and you're like oh shit like i like that just reminded me of my dad like oh my god i, I just yes. acted like my dad just now you know what i mean yes like i've gotten so mad and like thrown something and been like oh my god like where did that come from <clears throat> like whoa so yeah i think um environment really does shape you <laughs> it does a number on you it does it really does um all right so, that was so wild. i think what's the what's divorce up? rate is about 30 something percent so it's actually gone down what but you know why i think so it's less because a lot of people married. are getting married yeah. for fucking no reason yeah. i feel like a lot of people are taking could it have into something to do with, with uh gay marriage being legalized in 2015 and now that people could, have been wanting to be together their entire lives that could help to too be. In the gay that community, when too. you divorce, like, it's almost as bad as being in a church and divorcing. Oh. Like, from what I've seen. Because it's like, we fought this hard to be married. Like, when you get married, um, you better stay that way because you're, like, representing us. Aww. I guess that's the reason. I think that's, like... I mean, it, fa it falls in line with, with a lot of but well, yeah, it falls in line with people aren't getting married for no reason. Now. There's a lot of so. people not getting married. Yeah. 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 I know. Same people thing with gay people. Gay people aren't going to get married yeah. just because they're gay. They're getting yeah. married because they want to be and yep. because they have that right. Well, now, you got to so. think that like there are thousands upon thousands 
of queer people in our, there's like millions of queer people. Um, and a lot of those were people who have been together for over a decade and they were waiting for marriage to be legalized. Yeah. And then as soon as it was legalized, like there was people lined outside yeah. of courthouses. I mean, the rates come off of like per capita. It's yeah. not like a, so like based on like a thousand people, how many people are divorcing? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that, I mean, it, it, it makes sense, but like, I don't think that's like, the reason why divorce rates. Have well, gone yeah, I mean, down. I'm pretty. I don't think it's the reason, but I'm sure it plays a factor. Yeah. yeah. Who's next with the um, parent? Does anybody, by the way, does anybody have like anything positive that they like got out of their parents' relationships? <laughs> um, honestly, yeah. Like, because um, I struggle honestly to think about the what good what good things I learned. Yeah. You know. Same. I learned what That's why I left. <laughs> I learned right. a lot yeah. of that's, that's the silver lining. I, you know I've what? learned what not to do. Okay. So that's sort of shit that. that like that you know Elaborate. Not, not to yeah, so not to like throw shade or like, you know, put you know, my family's business out there, but like I've learned uh what to do, like how to treat a wife, how to like not like pretty much how to make sure that she feels like she's loved. Like how not to disconnect myself from the relationship. I've learned um how to just how to speak to people. There's certain ways, like I understand people are like, you know, they may be introverted or they may be this, that, and a third. But when you're introverted with your family, but then extroverted with literally everyone else, like that shit's whack. But um, yeah, I mean, you could easily look at all of like the negativity and then sit there and like fester in that anger or, or hear me out, or, or. you can take... <laughs> All that negativity, find like the like the lessons from that, and yeah. then build yourself from it. That's yeah. why I laughed, because all I could think about was all the negative shit I learned from my parents. Um, yeah, but now you're definitely right. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my mom, obviously, my biological mother passed away whenever I was five, so um, I didn't really grow up. It was, shortly after she passed away, I went into foster care. Um, and I didn't really see a lot of the happily married people were more of my foster parents. And like, I didn't really even communicate or speak with any of those people. Um, and I didn't really develop friendships or like real relationships with people. I didn't like connect with anybody growing up. Um, and it's taught me like, like the value of working hard and minding your business and keeping your head down, but also trying to keep your chin up. Um, it's taught me how to like basically shut off the opinions of other people and really just focus on myself. And it's kind of turned into like me not really thinking about anyone else sometimes, but, um, I like articulate everything that I do. So that way I never repeat the feelings that I had as a child onto other people and especially onto children. Like I'm protective of most everyone so that way nobody has to like feel because you never know if somebody's going to go home to throwing things being thrown around the house or people yelling at each other and people military raiding your room or people you know um screaming at you for finding out you wore makeup to school like you never know if people are going through that so my upbringing and the relationships that i saw and the disconnection of family and the disconnection of friends um I almost gave into it until my now parents found me. And um, it's uh, seeing that relationship kind of reminded me that, okay, there are like, I was right. Like 
there is going to be a time where I see like proof of a stable home of people who care about each other and love each other. And like those people doing good things for other people. So like, I'm not doing all of this for no reason. And, um, yeah. So you can take a lot of good from a lot of really bad situations. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, shit. So I am also a child of divorce. Um, I was young. I was seven. No, six. I was seven when my sister was born. And um, it sucked. I... Do you feel know. like because you were seven, it wasn't maybe quite as hard to do? Oh, with, no, or? it was very hard. Yeah. yeah. I just so, wonder how you felt in comparison to me because I was like 14 when no, it happened. Okay, so, all right, I don't mind putting my business out there. So I was seven. <laughs> no, I really don't. Um, we moved to Georgia and my father stayed in Boston. And um, my I basically became mediator at seven. I became the one who would talk between them. They would not talk. I always had to Seven. deal with the conversations about money, about life, literally just anything and everything. There, I, I was, It was me. It went through me first. So I feel like I also blame my mom a lot without knowing the full story, though. But because she's the one who packed up and left. So I felt like she was leaving. So... Being young, I didn't understand why. Um, so I was mad at her for that. But obviously being older now. <laughs> good job, mom. <laughs> um, no, like for real, no sarcasm there. Good job. Um, but I did grow up faster, though. As far, well, okay. when it comes to like, um, like being, I basically had to, raise my sister and um those of you who know me and my sister we're very very close she sees me as like she sees <laughs> i hate saying this and i i actually don't like to admit it but she sees me like very like high i i don't like saying it because it makes me sound like like as a maternal like figure thing. Mm-hmm. yeah but i don't like saying that because it makes me feel like i'm saying that like out of my ego or something like that it's not like, a bad thing no it's no not i like, know it's not a bad thing it's not really it's just, an ego just thing easier. either there's a lot of friends i just don't like that. saying it because it makes me feel like i'm like taking credit for it or something like that does that make sense that makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah yeah that's why i don't like saying it i don't like admitting to it but that's how she sees me and like we've you know whatever but <laughs> And because of that, I feel like in a lot of situations, like with friends and relationships, I'm kind of very like, and it's weird because I don't even want kids, but I'm, I'm very like motherly. Like I take care of like people. Like I make sure like, are you good? Like when we go out and drink, I like I could be drunk as shit, but I'm still keeping an eye on everybody. You're taking care of me a couple times. Exactly. See, I don't know. <laughs> like it's just a thing. Like, I'll, or like if someone is like, I don't know, running errands or something. Oh, did you do this? Or did you get that done? Or blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Like, I don't know. It's something I've always like done. You'd be asking me like in my home, like, are you on the way home? <laughs> and then like, she always tells me like, oh yeah. Like if she, like she'll tell me, I'm like, oh, there was no reason to it. Like, cause she makes it like, I don't know. She replies. Like if I had like, like if I was going to like follow up with a question, I was like, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what's up? You want to hang out? Yeah. Checking on you. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've always been like that. And, well, I mean, it makes sense because of with my sister and all that. And then, like, even, like, with, like, friendships and relationships that I have now with, like, younger people. Like, I always make sure that, like, if they ask me for advice or if, like, their mom asked me for advice. And, like, I'll say, like, okay, look, this is how I see it from a parent's perspective. But this is also how I see it from their perspective. And here's how you guys should meet in the middle. And that literally happened like three weeks ago. And it was really, it was really weird because then her daughter like came to me and was like, uh, I was like, oh, this is so weird. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a positive thing as far as like relationships, like. Does that like affect like what you look for in a partner? Like yes. trust? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't like being told what to do because of that. Like. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of seeing how, like, it's also, like, a very, I feel like it's, I could be wrong. I feel like it's a very common Hispanic thing to stay in a relationship um, just because there's stability. No, that's a, that's a, that's a everybody thing. But. Mm, I mean, wouldn't you say that in Hispanic culture, like, that's something that, if it happens, people tend to agree more with it? What, What do you mean? Like, staying with someone that clearly isn't, like the best for you like I've, I've i've had like hispanic friends where i'm like yo why are you still with this person or why are you doing this to yourself? yeah that's why i'm saying yeah. like it's a it's a huge stability happens, thing yeah. like like there's women that i know like that have stayed in relationships like getting beaten getting cheated on getting this and that and all getting all sorts of the worst treatment and like and that's another thing is like why i hate the whole like woman's role having kids making dinner waking up at 5 a.m to cook breakfast blah 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 i hate that so much because that's exactly everything that i've grown up around and that's why oh i just don't like being told what to do is because i just don't i don't know um (laughs) i after my dad question mark um after he like got custody of me and my siblings um, he was married and they were like, they were at each other's throats all the time. But like when they weren't fighting with each other, they were fighting with one of us. So like you, like they would, when you have a, when you have mentally abusive and sometimes physically abusive parents, they, um, can kind of make the children in the home like they'll weaponize them against each other. They'll mm-hmm. use them for intel and it like really isolates oh, yes. kids. Um, and it makes you feel like the people in your own home, the people who you're supposed to be like playing outside with and having fun with are spies and that like, there's no one for you to trust. Literally. And when you get out of that and like you enter adulthood, um, I was still in that environment whenever I got into um, my, into a very serious relationship and I allowed myself to be treated like, absolute shit the whole entire time because I thought that that was just normal. I was just like, okay, that's how everything works for everybody. Like, you know, and that were, that's not, I thought that there wasn't room for that good type of love in the world for people like me, because that's what I was told my whole life. And Mm -hmm. then after you get out of it, like it's, you start to isolate because you're like, it may not be out there. So like, you don't even try to look for it. And now I've gotten to a point in my life where I isolate, but not because I don't believe in the strength of relationships or like the importance of a relationship. It's because I 
really understand it. And I don't want to start a relationship with someone who isn't worthy of my love and worthy of my affection because mm. for so long I gave it and gave all of it to people who That's said it was ex- never enough. Exactly what I went through. So with um, my father, my, my first two serious relationships, it was like me giving all of myself and then not getting love back. And I like literally repeated that pattern because yeah. I thought that's how it was supposed to be. Like, I love you. That's enough. Yeah. And when you get into those really low points, you're like, okay, well in the future, it's going to be better. Like if I, I always thought it was through, my fault. I was like, wow, I guess I'm not doing something right. Even well, though I, thought, I was doing everything. It's, I, I mean, I always thought like the thing was, it's going to take time. You have to get mm-hmm. there. And now that I'm at a point where like, I'm looking at this point that I'm at is this is the time. This is what I was hoping for the whole time. That all encompassing love, that relentless force in my head that says you are enough. And it's more of something I've given myself. And I don't view love as something that I'm going to give to someone. It's something I'm going to share with someone. I'm going to love them enough to know about them. I'm going to like love them enough to give myself and bits of myself to them. But not in a way that relinquishes my power. Um, not the way that I used to, at least. <laughs> so with um, the relationships I've seen my mother be in after my dad's divorce are reasons why I I feel like I, I'm like, I don't know. It's hard for me to commit to someone because I don't want to follow the same footsteps and be like, and settle because I've seen her settle. And I've seen a lot of my family cousins. We have a lot of similarities with that. Like my mom has been married. She's married for her third time, you know, no shade ma. I love you, (laughs) but she's been married for her third time. You know, she kind of just had to figure some things out. And I, I learned from watching her. I did. I don't want to, I don't want to like throw my mom under the bus or (laughs) because I love my moms, but like, you know, I say at the same time, don't like scare yourself away from relationships. That's what I do. Like, but because like, so know what's important. <laughs> I think communication, being open, um, starting like setting ground rules, like that's important because I know a lot of people sort of rush into relationships. And but yeah, and that's why I don't do that. But but that's what I'm saying is like seeing my mom and be all be and her being in you know relationships or whatever. Um, and she's been remarried also. So seeing her like being remarried and all that, I, that's why I like, say I'm in a relationship. If something happens, like if you yell at me the wrong way, I don't take that. Like I will not peace out. Like there are certain things that I will not, Oh, well maybe he'll change or maybe he'll no, no. That, and that's because of seeing my mom go through that because I've seen that hurt. I don't want to go through the same thing and I don't want to repeat the process. And I don't, I see that in like other family members and like them having to deal with that and put up with it. And well, I'm stable or he's the father of my kids or this, this and that. And it almost makes you hesitant to even get married. Like that's where I'm at at this point. And that's why I, I don't want to get married and then get divorced. Like I, that's no, well, so see, in my head, like I just may not get married in my mind in my mind how i see it is like i do want to get married however i want to make sure like i don't want to settle is my issue yeah that's why it's hard for me to commit to someone because i no, know same. i don't i don't want to like I, I remember telling this to my friend the, like a few uh months ago i was like i don't 
my my biggest fear is being 50 celebrating like our i don't know 10th wedding anniversary can i do that yeah yeah i can i still have time to do that <laughs> being you're only like 26 shut up that's what I'm, that's why she i have to do 50, the math if 50 i'm years 50 old 10 10 that means she's trying to get married at like 40, 40. <laughs> i was just making sure i could still do that leave me alone <laughs> okay leave me alone so what i was going for <laughs> Y'all know me and math don't mix, damn it. So, what else? You and relationships apparently don't either. You're waiting to no. your 40. <laughs> because I don't want to settle. Okay I that. don't want to be. I don't want to be 50 celebrating our 10th year anniversary or whatever year anniversary going to fucking Chili's. Ew. Uh -huh. Exactly. I don't want to settle. Like I don't. Then don't. Or just being at home. But bored, that's like, the thing, though. It's like you could like. Exactly. It's kind of like what I was talking to someone about the other day. Um, from what I've experienced, things start out great. And then exactly. a few years go by and things change and people stop trying. People stop caring. People get comfortable. People get bored. Mm. It just kind of goes down the, and then at the that toilet. Point, like people yeah. don't stay consistent. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's what, why that's what I'm scared of. Like, and that's why I feel like consistency. I can be in a relationship and you're saying like, you know, don't settle. And okay, I could go and commit into this relationship and, you know, commit and, you know, do the whole relationship shit and relationship thing <laughs> and, you know, go on with it. But that's why I don't want to settle because I don't know how I'm going to be spending my 10th year anniversary. But, but no one knows that stuff. Yeah, that's I think, it. I, know. I think that... Like, I, I understand I what everyone's saying. Yeah, no, that's no. what everyone is saying right now. But at the same time, like, for me, like, I, I've, I've been depressed for, like, like heavy depression for, like, the last couple of years. And mm -hmm. it is not until, like, recently where I'm, like, yo, like, I'm sort of wasting my life away by being afraid of, like, taking the jump or, like, taking the plunge or, like, just putting myself out there. You, you'll never experience life if you're settling yourself in, like, into not doing anything. So, you know, go out, meet that person. If that person isn't the right person, all right, move on. <laughs> That's why I'm still single, because I meet people, and they're not, they're shitty fucking people. And I just cut them off so quick. Just I, don't change, 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 I was going to say, change, your, change your, your frequency, change your vibration. Like, if you're, if you're looking for, if, you, if the people that you, like, haven't worked out, haven't worked out for a certain reason. It might be because you're looking for a certain thing. I have a that friend might not her, be working. I have a friend in her early forties that's never um, been married. My um, so she's the, she's maybe she's picky. Maybe she just hasn't. I don't like to say that people are picky. I think she just she, genuinely yeah. is. Her standards have not yet been met. Her standards exactly. Her standards are very high. I respect the hell out of that. Um, my parents. Um, you know the ones that I like grew up for the bulk of my time with um they ended up divorcing my senior year of high school and i was very happy that they split up but like because i i watched my dad my whole life like just be loud like the loudest person in the house and like everybody would fight for his token because when he wasn't upset with you you were okay like you everything was fine um as long as he like he was basically on your side for that moment mm. Um, and there was like a competition for like male attention and male validation. And I kind of recognized it from the jump. Cause like, I didn't grow up being influenced by him. I went to foster care shortly after. So like when I came back, I saw right through his bullshit and I saw like my mom is like a good person for the most part. And then over time she became like him. 
So like I watched both. I was lucky enough to see a bad person and then a good person become a bad person. So I got to see exactly what I need to do to not do it. Um, but my parents now who are married and like love each other to death, she tells me all the time that you're not supposed to find someone and then settle down with that person. You're supposed to find someone to explore the rest of life with. Um, it's not about. That's, I mean, that makes sense. That's how yeah. I am. Like I, like the person I'm with, they're going to have to like, as much as like, I want to elevate them. They, at the same time, they have to match that energy, elevate me. Let's yes. work together to, you know, build a dynasty that's yes. what i'm looking at yeah like so i think exactly. that you know there's a lot of fears that go into just the whole relationships but you just gotta you just gotta do it you just gotta live life um if if you know what you're getting going into in the relationship like you can only truly control yourself like you can only like do what you can so i don't know i feel like i'm as as much as i've seen through like relationships and stuff like i'm still like weirdly optimistic that like I do want to find the right person. I do want to get married because I, I know what I could bring to the table, and I know that I I I want to build a family. I want to build like a lot. I want to build a legacy. So um, I don't know. You just gotta. It's your outlook. It's honestly your outlook on things. But that's what like I don't know. I'm fucking weird, y'all. Because like I'm optimistic too, but then once like that, once I start noticing certain things, I'm like, oh fuck you. So. Peace out. And you know what? <laughs> I don't know. It's just me. It's me. It's me. Oh, it's shit. Just, it's, just <laughs> it's me. It's just one of those things. Um, I, like, have started to try to talk to people a little more um, than I was because I got to the point where I was like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> to everyone, <laughs> even good guys. I was just like, mm, bye. Like, DMs ignore. Um, like, well, I would, like, no. I would lead people on and then like just never speak to them again either uh, and like, like people. yeah and it was like i realized i was like repeating some things that had happened to me um and now like all of my the things i'm looking for are personality traits and i've noticed now that i am trying to navigate the dating world again a lot of other people's um qualifications are physical and it's like this ain't build a bitch like <laughs> <laughs> you get what you get <laughs> Okay, it's quiet now. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's something that everyone has to sort of sit down and if like if you have a partner, talk to them. Like I think some people go so long into their relationships not really knowing who they're dating oh, that sometimes yes. like you can have completely different viewpoints. So Yes. It's like, how was this not covered in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's all about, you know, figuring out who that person is, figuring out sort of like how they tick. Um but at the same time, like I said, stay positive. Work, work for the silver linings. At like me. <laughs> yeah, it's about being. It's about being. My mom also same. says it's about being happy with what. It's about wanting what you have, um, and not having what you want in a relationship. Like wait, basically, it's about like, if somebody is giving you everything that they can, it's about being happy with what they're giving you instead of give me more. You know oh, what okay, I mean? Okay, it's okay. about wanting, wanting what you, what have, you have, have instead of having. what yeah, having what you want. Okay. As long as that doesn't mean you settle. Yeah, like obviously yeah. you're going to work towards more, but like it's kind of a way of like reminding yourself like it's a fucking person, like it's a human being. And I mean, I know I've had a hard time getting out of bed sometimes just because of my emotions. So like 
I mean, I'm not going to like trash my man for not being <laughs> able to like get up and do something for a couple days or like even a week um, or a month, like of just being in a stage of the stagnancy. Months. Yeah. Months no. plural. No, I've already done that once. I was engaged to that loser Same. and um, I don't even know where he at. So mm. as it should be, he knows where I'm at though. Oh, that's creepy. Well, not like right now, but oh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. no, just in general, like, oh, he knows Jane. where I am because he still follows me on a lot of social media and stuff. But that's okay because that means I know I'm still cute. <laughs> <laughs> Always. That yeah. was heavy, y'all. Yeah, it was. Sorry. It was. Um, <laughs> Damn. So I guess we can sort of wrap up for this episode. Um, guys, anything you want to say? Closing thoughts? Oh, um... If you had a traumatic childhood and you have not already gotten therapy, get therapy. Get it therapy. helps. Mm-hmm. Yes, go get therapy. <laughs> um, think about, just think about things. Like if you feel like you relate to some of the problems we have, talk to somebody about it. Talk to your friends about it. Like I said, get a therapist. Maybe talk to your parents if you have a good relationship with them. Try to have a conversation with them. Even if you don't and you feel like you need to close that door, reach out and close the door. Not reach out to amend it. But like reach out to close it. If yeah, you feel like they're like burn that bridge. Go yeah. ahead and burn it. I'm kidding. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> no, well, I mean <laughs> I like I've never I've not spoken to my parents um going on two years. Like at all. I was just like, bye. Y'all have a good day. I think people think that once you're related to someone, it's like blood is thicker than water. It still deludes, okay? So and blood clots. Yeah. So if you have to like I mean, don't just be like, oh, you didn't do so-and-so, so bye. It's like, if they're obviously like pattern abuse, like you need to get out. And if someone tells you to get therapy, go. it's not an attack. Go get therapy. Mine is on speed dial. Yeah. And like Morgan said, if you if you relate to anything that we've said, sorry, <laughs> if you relate to anything that we said, you know, you feel like you don't have friends or something, you know, we have posted our Instagrams. I don't mind getting a DM and talking about something. Oh, heck That's yeah. Fine. Same. Hit don't, me up. don't DM me. Damn. Well, don't Damn. DM Chris. Okay, yeah. you can DM Chris. You can DM. But us I'm girls. available. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I, I got. I'll I, talk. Because no, the, re- the reason is, is that <laughs> I got enough shit that I'm dealing with. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. The reason is Chris I'll, don't give a fuck. That's not even that. Like I, 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 also I understand have, what you're saying. Yeah. I understand. Because no, because like that's an open invitation. So if I was to say, yeah, my DMs are open, and then you like pour your fucking heart out, and I look at the DM, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd feel bad. Like I I you know I'd I mean, feel like I gave it. Yeah, I feel like I would give it. Like, yeah. It's an empty promise. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to y'all and okay, say I'll yeah, do my DM best. me. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do that to the folks. I'll do you my best because I, I I give I give out like good nuggets. I you know try and help mentor people, but I'm not gonna mentor everybody. He's a good. Oh. I mean, I understand. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy people on the internet. Yeah, fuck that. I'm good. I'll take it. <laughs> DM me. I'm fine. <laughs> That's episode eight, y'all. Thanks, Velvet. <laughs> a little bit of a shorter episode, but I feel like we dropped some like some heavy stuff. Um, like like they said, if it's something that uh, you feel like you need to talk to someone about, therapy, therapy. Go to someone that like can actually sort of help lead you in the right direction. Sometimes medicine might be a good option as well. Exactly. So um, we want to shout out our winner from our Amazon gift card contest stephanie torres 
Um, y'all, y'all don't fucking listen. <laughs> share. You're supposed to share the original post. <laughs> uh, make sure that the stuff is like listen. is public. Because uh, we're gonna do more giveaways. Make sure that your stuff is is public. Make sure you tag follow us. Follow the rules. Follow we the have, rules. The we whole have, post has rules yeah. listed. <laughs> follow them. Fucking list. Yeah. So there were please. like there were um a few thousand entries that weren't even valid because y'all did not share the post. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all had one job. Yeah, one job. One job. So <laughs> and, uh, and when we do it on other platforms, like please tag us. Please make sure that the post is visible for the world to see because if it's yeah. private, then we can't see it. So and then we won't even know that you entered. So exactly. Wait. So uh, we, like you said, we want to do this again. So make sure you're following us on our social media pages. All that jazz is in the description. Uh, <laughs> You know, shout out to we. You know, we had a sponsor this episode. Shout out to Papa Beard Oils. Check them out, and um, you know, we like, we're sort of opening up for ads. So if you want to jump into that, let us know. You could DM me about that, <laughs> or, or me. You can DM me also about that stuff. So you can DM all of us. Yeah, about pretty that. much. <laughs> but we're signing out for another week, y'all. Stay good. Drink water. Make good decisions. Drink water. Catch you next time. Peace.